fan art kind of like blew up in my face in a way that I was really surprised about. Was um, it a particular we, show? Or? Yeah, it was, um, it was Atlanta or yeah, Atlanta 2018. Um, so really? maybe that was Alpharetta. That's, yeah, that's so, one of my, that's one of my favorite posters of yours is that tour. Poster. Thank you. Yeah. The, um, I so have this it. one was yeah, of really. a, this one was, you know, big peach. There was kind of a spaceship and a lot of floral stuff going around it. And I had posted it online. There were like a little bit of interest in it. But of course, they debut what the poster is going to be the day of show. You know, that's kind of like a modern tradition now. They run like right. 2, uh, 3 p.m. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, so sure. that, that year, the official poster was... Um, it was of clowns. It was. Uh, I it was have that poster. It's awful. Cinema. Well, I, I don't want to shit on anybody's art. It's, no, it's twin cinema or it. your cinema. It's, it just wasn't appropriate for the event. Is all. It was a weird one, and you could tell on lot people did not like. I it. was unhappy about that. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I wanted one of your prints. Is well, because you're not I alone. was there visiting from Israel. With my That's brother right. and my friend from Petaftikva. And here we cool. have is this poster of fucking clowns. Yeah. He has yeah. to explain when he gets back to Israel. <laughs> oh, so my booth, I had a table and I could hear people saying, it's we must clowns. Have run into each other there. I think we did. I think we met briefly there, but I was really yeah. busy. I had like, I had maybe 50 of them. Maybe, maybe that was the amount. And I sold out of them in like, maybe 15 minutes it was wild my booth had like a really long line and everyone was angry about the clowns like i got (laughs) it was just a wild afternoon i tried to save enough for the night like the other two nights but i had to buy the clowns because it was my only fish shows while i was living in israel so yeah my only only shows in a five-year span so um i presume these are the clowns those are they yeah yeah i recognize and, them. I haven't wait, looked at them in five years and you said people were upset about this there were a few people that were upset about these times a handful yeah. a handful like yeah. why i i think it has something to do with their faces and the makeup on them and 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 the clown stigma one of them of yo have. this this guy <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Why are you saving it? What is that? Don't do that. Stop it. Yo, yo, third from the left. Oh, I forgot I was I forgot I was sharing my screen. Dude, (laughs) this guy. We need to start that over. We can't show you saving (laughs) the fucking image. Yeah, we can. That's hilarious. All right, just go. This guy, third from the left. What is it? Number three? Mm. His eyeballs are like fuzzy. Those are the fucking sacks underneath his eyeballs. His the, eyeballs are shut. His lids are closed. Oh, those, those are, are his cheeks. Some, those are his cheeks, dude. This <laughs> is oh. fucking creepy as fuck, man. Oh. You know how many times I've had to explain this poster? So people weren't about it? Most yeah. people I know are not about it. Like, <laughs> like That's really like, funny. Again, I was... Your cinema? Excellent, excellent artist. I love their other work. <laughs> They've made some artists. really, really great poster. I have another great one of theirs. Art. Look, mm-hmm. look, yep. look, 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 look. 
look at the end listen. of the day <laughs> it's great art and it's a great poster <laughs> i i just <laughs> i just don't think it was appropriate for the event it is absolutely appropriate right now this yeah. is fantastic you know uh, what though this is why i, I saved it <laughs> Caleb, that's why fan art could be superior I do think that fish has like a haunted carnival vibe to it a lot of the time. So like, again, it's kind of fun. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, Esther, Tila, I guess enough like, people hate clowns that I get why people are upset about this. But to be honest, yeah. I don't, I don't mind it that much. No, because uh-huh. fish is um, carnivalesque. I mean, even think of like the opening or the opening progression and the melody for, and the lyrics for songs like bathtub gin or like I mean, Esther. Esther. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then at the same time, it's just, it's just very carnivalesque in nature. So I, I, I get where he's coming from. I also get well, why people that, are. Like, I, I get why people are bothered like, by it. People <laughs> refer to it as I know, like the early episodes aren't getting monetized, but like people refer to it at the show as the mm-hmm. jizz clowns. Yeah, yeah. Like you move your yeah. head out of the frame real quick, just so the, people the can bl- see like blue. the full poster. Yeah, the blue of the font there surrounding the blue the, of the font and the fact that it's, it's surrounded very by white cum. on the po- yeah, yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes you get lucky. The year before, I went and it was it was David Welker's like Alpharetta foil picture, like that has bees on it. That is, you know, hi- highly regarded as one of like his best great posters, right? All the time. So, like, one year you get that and your poster doesn't sell. One year you get the clowns and you got a line all the way down shakedowns. Listen, so, Ghost you know. of the Forest, I got eight shows and I got Jermaine Rogers. I'm not complaining. Right, but exactly. Shout out Jermaine. But I, I get so excited about the poster drops, you know? Like, I, I like tuning in at 2 or 3 8 p.m. the day of the show and seeing what the poster is that night. Like, sure. That That's is something a, we do regularly. Oh yeah, weed and fish. Yeah. Oh wow, this is great. It's a recurring theme that things are too meta. I love it. Uh, Um, uh, Hold on, this will be. Ducky, can you also (laughs) grab a cup? Oh god. (laughs) We're gonna need to grab that as like. uh, Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the promo pick. For so that. I guess part one is advice for breaking into the scene and getting space on lot and breaking into fan art. And then I guess two is in, in 30 seconds, like teach me how to get a uh, a licensed commission from a band. If you're willing so, to share your industry secrets. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, so, um, yeah. The, the first one is practice, which sucks to hear, but like that's the number one thing, right? Like just really? practice. I, I knew that one was coming. Yeah, right. Um, but also, I owe so much to fan art that it doesn't really matter what you're fanning over. Like draw what you love, right? If you love Pokemon, draw Pokemon. You know, like if you love uh sports like draw your favorite athletes you know like i think that doing fan art as long as you keep it respectful 
and like kind of not stepping on toes of anybody other's merchandising. You, you have true a lot to of the, room. True, well, I think another thing of respect is being true to the original artist's like mentality. Yeah. So you know. I think you can tell somebody on lot who's made some really shitty art that they're just trying to make a buck on, you know, right. like you, you can tell when it's like not handcrafted or made with love. Then, and I'm yeah. worried about like what AI art might do to the lot scene, but I don't, we don't need to talk too much about that, you know, right. but like, there's a, there's a, actually something that, you know, we couldn't read I, that. Fuck. I know I'm, I'm I'm working on it here. So there's actually <laughs> something practice. Yeah, I mean, number one is practice. I'm, I'm taking notes. You yeah, know, just kidding. <laughs> on that note, on we're that DIY note, here. Um, how to get into this Shout industry? Oh heck yeah! That's how you get in. Shout outs. Ooh, that Shout looks out great. great. Mister Shout out Brewing, tagging people. All the all the stuff like that. no um step two there there are kind of two ways to get gigs and one is to wait for emails to come in which is usually what I do um, right on. you know I love getting one out of the blue from a band that I've never heard of or never heard from before and how long uh, did it take you to get to that position. It's going to be one of my follow-up questions. Um, I got my first, my first gigs came in in around 2018. So after about four years, yeah, maybe even six years of doing fan art, that's when the kind of snowball started. That's when I think within one week I got re- like Spafford, Twiddle, and Pigeons playing ping pong all reached maybe, out in maybe number one two. chunk. So maybe number two to the first part of the question is to like keep at it and stay patient. Cause not well, only were you practicing, you were like doing fan art for six years before you got an officially yeah. licensed gig. Yeah. That's some serious time, man. It, it, it is. And I was growing Talk about 10,000 hours. Right. Precisely. Right. Right. But I think but. the other, the other way to do it is to, send drafts to bands right like say like hey i did this Just work for you if you want to use it you can right Just like your portfolio out there yes putting yourself so out that, there saying you're gonna be like hey i've already done this yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah you do the rest right um like potential sponsors will shoot commercials there's some there's some artists that have agents there are some artists that are their own agents that like you touched on in our earlier conversation about how modern day artists are doing their socials are doing their shop management are doing inventory management are, you know, like managing an online gallery all the time, you know, like that is exhausting. Mostly either with their partner or by themselves or with a friend or two. Like I didn't even mention producing art in that, you know, like so, right, which is, a task <laughs> which is like the big itself. thing, right? So I think that you know, I think with true passions, if you would do it for free and you do it as well as you would getting paid X amount of money, like then you're in the right field. You know, well, you, I mean? you, you know, um 
that's that's i still do that a lot like the bands that pay me to shoot their shows are smaller and mid-sized like when i'm shooting big bands um it's it's for free because i'm reaching out to them because i'm reaching out to them so it's like it's it's like i mean to map onto like caleb's timeline i'm in my six-year period and you know as far as getting the opportunity uh I feel like that breaks into two, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I got the opportunity, you know, a while ago to do my first unpaid show of a really big band. That's a first opportunity. And then the second one is when they reach out to you to pay you to do it. I mean, sometimes that it feels, feels, sometimes it feels strange being on the list to begin with you know yeah you get that imposter syndrome you see the other names on that list you start to be like wait a minute that can't be right that yeah, is also that is a term f- that i have been using constantly about just being like i'm in this episode i'm on screen 16 years in stand-up i've never been on screen you have sure. to fight. You have to fight being competitive. You have to fight thinking that the list is wrong and that you should be on top. You have to fight because the list isn't it, it, the the community is not at least photography wise. It's not. It's not competitive. We all but are the fucking imposter like, syndrome. But the imposter syndrome is real of seeing your name, like uh, seeing yeah. your face on the screen and seeing your name on the poster. Like, like but, it's a it's a big deal when the band tags you in that post and and you're like, huh. But check this. Billy Strings just tagged me in a. Yeah. So how does the first one feel? How do you let it not get? How does the first one feel? And then how do you let it not get to your head so you can keep producing quality work? Absolutely. Great question. Um, One more thing on your other question: reach out to the other people on that list, right? So like, I can't tell you how. Yo, go ahead. I when I reached out to some artists that I thought were, you know, on a completely different level, I was so surprised when they responded with kindness, not competitive yeah. at all. Shout out Luke Chu. So that's yeah, me. Right? I guess that's what I was Shout about out to Justin say. Hampton. A lot of the times that's... the community is is more about helping other people up than about keeping so other people out. So that's Rising really what I was about to ships. interrupt you with is I ha- I I do and have reached out to like all the really big Chicago area and even beyond music mm-hmm. photographers. And they all, I'll be like, Hey, how did you get this kind of look? How did you like, what, <laughs> what's this? What's that just like for advice and like all this. And they yeah. just, they answer my questions every single time. Totally. Stand up comedians. It was surprising. You know, I stand up. I, like I just need you guys to know, like with stand up comedians, it's like, hey, can you like remind me what that? Well, you guys are a rare like, no, breed. Do you have keywords yeah. written down? <laughs> Let me see it. You guys are a rare it. breed. There are certain gigs that are wildly exciting. I remember the first time that somebody said that Phil Lesh looked at my artwork and really loved it. Wow. And was like, what that is so cool you know like the idea that members of the band are certified secondhand talent certified cool right um i was shocked when phil's why the guys in thing isn't he (laughs) i was really surprised happily when the guys in spafford like recognized me without me needing to like introduce myself like i love stuff like that um makes me feel like 
I'm not just like another random dude in the crowd at a show. I'm like doing something a little bit different, which is really fun. You know, like I think there's a big thing with artists about being only being as good as your recent work. And that is tough when you're relying on gigs coming into you, you know? Um, yeah. You have enough of an established fan base though, including myself that yeah. is supportive of your other mm-hmm. work outside of gig prints. And even though obviously that's a, a big part of your career now i would say 2018 was also an inflection point with regards to your output not just of art prints but of the ogs as well the original some people are colors and i was just curious um because you know you had mentioned kind of phasing out of fan art and Mm -hmm. into gig prints right Mm -hmm. but simultaneously your art prints were just escalating and you were letting go of original material yeah how did those affect each other from a parallel perspective i think the original art is always going to be something that i love doing because again i don't know what i'm painting half the time when i start whereas a gig print i'm drafting i'm sending ideas we're working on things when i do a painting i'm just starting it when I don't know what it's going to look like at the end. And that's like a really fun adventure that I get to go on with while I'm creating, you know? Um, And I think that fuels, it like keeps me fresh while I'm not working on something important, right? It keeps, um, keeps the juices going. I don't know how to, how to phrase that any better. No, I mean, like, look, you know, like it's it's like doing open mics when you're on tour, you know, mm. you which I've been fortunate enough to do a couple of times, even though I'm on tour and doing different stops in different cities. If I have a gap in between shows, mm. I am hitting whatever local open mic there is to do a tight five just to keep it consistent and yeah. make sure that the material is sharp. Like there's never a point, you know. I'm sure in between gig prints, you're drawing constantly, right? There's never a point in between shows on tour where I am not every off night hitting an open mic and saying, I'm just going to keep myself sharp, not going to let any breaks happen. Sometimes it'll be two or three nights. I'll be like, got to keep myself on my toes, big crowd next time. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not worth letting a night go by without honing my craft yeah no that's true i I know ducky relates to that with photography as well i mean like and it not just the craft but like he was saying earlier the scale you know like as you go from you know in the same way you've been going you know doing gig prints for larger and larger groups ducky's been uh yeah i mean i guess we were talking you were saying that the list of uh credentials is growing and so i like that's helpful um and caleb's nodding is really making me think that it is <laughs> that it is and should be helpful and i'm on the right track but yeah i mean i you know i as it should be it's uh you know i'm just trying to put in the work and and get as many names as i can on my list I think it's a lot of- <laughs>